We make USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Pastor Del Lawrence, preach! We will hear and we will obey. 1115, give them a 5280 mile high welcome. Come on, clap it up and celebrate him as he comes. From the 901. Ain't it, man? Harvest, what's happening? Make some noise for Jesus. Yeah. Okay, then. You can have a seat, man. But, oh, hold up. Before you have a seat, though, I want you to go to three people and let them know I'm in the right place today. I'm in the right place today. Three people. I said three people. You already tripping. That's 1.5. Three people and say, I'm in the right place today. Yeah. After you get to that third person, you now you can be seated. You are not here by coincidence, you are here by consequence. God ushered you in here. And if you are planted in this place, this message will seem like it's only speaking to those who are members of this church. But even if you are a visitor and if you're online and watching, I believe that what God has given me to say here today is uh, for the kingdom it's for the kingdom, yeah. It's for the kingdom. Uh, I need you to first and foremost understand that, uh, you know, I'm from Memphis, you know, the city of hustle and flow. And I want to kick my message off by saying it's hard out here for a preacher. Ooh, it's hard. It's hard out here. Forget a pimp, it's hard out here for you know, but uh, God has given us an amazing gift uh, called Bishop Kevin Foreman. And Harvest, don't make me go back to my old ways and pull a gank move on you without standing to your feet and honoring the angel of this house, the angel of this city, 
Bishop Kevin Ford. I love that man right there. I told you, man, it's been 23 years since I've been in jail. You know, I'm cruising for a bruising. If you touch him, yeah. I'm just, I'm just letting all y'all know I want to get to him first. I leave something for y'all, but let me get to him first. Just hold him. Hold him. Hold him. Whoever he is or she is, hold him. <laughs> Until I get here. Oh, no, but that's how much I love him. You know, um, when you're talking about God's angels, the men and women that he calls, you know, in the word it says that he's called and given us, you know, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers. And it, it makes me think about my spiritual father and the gift that not he was because he passed in 2017, but he still is. He still is. I was recently just ended up watching him. God led me to watch him and one of the messages that he literally, the series that he was in before he transitioned and the name of his series was Transition. Deep. Oh, so cold-blooded, man. That's what he was in the middle of teaching and, 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 and it took me years to go back and listen to that because I was like, God, man, you was preparing us for his departure. And um, I just remember just how broken I was when he passed. And, um, you know, the Bible says that you, you know your shepherd by his voice. My sheep know a voice. Uh, and, and I'm in music, so you think about voice, you think about frequency. And you hear many voices, but only one has a frequency that is fine-tuned to your spirit. That when you hear it, your spirit jumps, it leaps, it comes alive. And, 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 and you don't even have to wonder. You don't even have to wonder if it's God. And there's biblical proof that states that, you know, in the Bible that, that, that a man heard the voice of his spiritual father and kept waking up and thinking it was God. Because the frequency is the same. That when you hear him speak, God is speaking to you. Yeah. So it's safe to say that he is a gift. Yeah. All pastors, man. It's a hard job. It's hard out here for them. But it's a gift. You know, they have to pray uh, and they have to speak and they have to teach and they have to preach and they give so much of their lives and so many sacrifices only for people to turn around and leave them. And they have to continue to get up and trust again and love again and keep the same energy. Y'all, that's, that's, that's very hard to do. So today I stand here honoring 
the gift that you have. And if I'm preaching and teaching today from a lesson, it would be, Lord, thank you for my gift. Lord, thank you for my gift. Mm. I need you to turn to somebody right now and say, I may have not been thankful in a minute, but today I'm going to recognize and I thank you, Lord, for my gifts. God gives gifts to men of God. You know, we, we, we are well equipped to do what we do. Uh, but that man of God that God gives gifts to ends up becoming a gift to you. And let, me, and let me give you a Bible. In Ephesians, let's go to Ephesians 4 and 11. If, 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 if you've been here and you've seen me before, you know I like to dissect the text. I like to chew my food before I swallow it. So, you know, you, you, your bishop speaks very fast, but I'm from Memphis. I'm, I, I speak slow. Slow motion for you, you know. But we go still get to the destination. And don't, don't, don't play with it, all right? So here we go. Now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. Semicolon. We go pause. Now, these are the gifts. I pastor a church in Memphis, city of refuge. He pastors Harvest Church. These represent people like Myself and Bishop. The Bible says they are gifts that Christ gave to you. So it's God that gave him to you. You did not choose him. So if you didn't choose him, that means you can't fire him. You can't critique him. You cannot judge him. Because if you do that, then you will be doing that to God. I'm just reading the Bible. Christ gave to the church apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. This is what he gave. Watch this. And their responsibility is to equip God's people. Equip you. Not do it for you. But equip you to do it. Every day, you, you, you know, well, if you like me, I, I listen to the word every day. I don't just eat twice a week. I mean, things are first natural and spiritual. If you don't eat just twice a week, why would you just listen to the word when you show up? No, no, no. I tune, you know, I listen. I'm getting fed every day. So, so that, that being said, watch this. The Bible says that faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So every day I'm feeding my faith, right? Okay, but watch this. But that faith without works is dead. So that means that I have to activate that which I am hearing. So Bishop equips for you to do. 
So while you listen to Bishop, it's not for you to shout and holler, but, but the true, the true masterpiece of his artwork is when you go out of these doors and you do what he has equipped and what you have heard. Okay, y'all following me. To do his work and build up the church. Build up the church. Do you, did you know that it's not the responsibility of the shepherd to build the church? It's the responsibility of the sheep to build the church? Because sheep begot sheep. You multiply your own kind. So what's keeping you quiet? What's keeping you quiet about something that the Bible's telling you to do? It, it's saying, watch this, that their responsibility, which is our responsibility, is to equip you. He's doing that. Watch this. But you supposed to do the work and build up the church, the body of Christ. Amen. So that being said, we understand that it's not just the gift that we should appreciate. We should appreciate also the benefits. Yeah, your gift comes with even more benefits. I tell you about them. Jeremiah 23 and 4. You know, I'm going to let the, talk, the text talk. And I will set up pastors over them. This is still God talking. So God is saying, I will set up the pastors. I will bring them, the pastors, over them, and they shall feed them. He feeds you to faith. You come in here hungry, tired, life be beating you. Come on, somebody. And don't act like, I know, I tune in myself. I, I be knowing, I call him up and say, boy, you did your good preaching today. He was like, oh, you heard that? Yes. You feed me. And I'm going to bless the cash app. Yeah, that's my broke but still, but, but the office he carries, I respect it. See, I'm cut from a different cloth. Y'all don't know nothing about that. I'm cut from a different cloth. See, see, I don't care if it was my little brother. I don't care if it was a little cousin. I don't care if my nephew, if the oil is on him. I respect the oil. If God called him that, I'm going to call him what God said. So therefore, 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 Sit down, sit down. We get, we got some more teaching to do. We go get, we go get lit in a minute. But just, just stay, stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. And I will set up pastors over them, and they shall feed them, feed them. See, he's feeding you. But the issue that I have, and the reason why I'm here, because I sense that there are people feeding off of him. Yeah, there's a zombie spirit in Harvest. You ever seen zombie movies? See, there's a difference between a vampire and a zombie. A vampire will bite you in his sense to empower you, to make him like 
but a zombie is dead. Better hit you when you're driving home. Yeah, yeah, a zombie is beat up by life's you know, mad about their life, bitter about their life. They're already dead. So the whole reason it wants to eat or feed off of you is because the poison that life has given them, it now wants to infect you with it. And you can't tell me it ain't been happening because I talk to them every day. I talk to them every day. And I'm the type of person that if I'm in relationship with you, I study you. I study consistency. And I, and I know when everything is good and you feeling good, but then I know when something is off. Even, even when you act like it's on, I know something off. Something off. And because we're pastors, you know, you, you don't want to always say it. You know, one of my other brothers that I share a similar relationship with my brother Canton Jones out of Atlanta. He called me a couple of, about a month ago. He knows I'm going through a, a family issue. My sister's in the hospital. And he said, God told me to call you. I said, speak man of God. Because, because I already know. God put me on his mind. Because I wouldn't just go to him. You know, we don't do it. You know, we got to be tough for y'all. Gotta be tough. I told you it's hard out here for a preacher. You know, you, 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 you have to wear power when you're carrying pain. So it takes for God, for me to, to come to Denver to empower him today. It's a zombie spirit. That's trying to infect him. But not on my watch. I'm here to serve notice to every zombie in the building and online. Get out of his DM. Get out of his head. Get out the atmosphere. We got work to do at Harvest. Here we go. And which leads to the text. They shall not fear no more. They shall not be dismayed. And none shall be wanting of their number, saith the Lord. It should be no fear brought his way. It should be no problems, no trouble. Nothing brought his way. He should not have to worry about nothing. So watch this. So we see that your gift's responsibility to you. We see that. We know what God has called him to do, to equip you, to sow into you, to preach to you, and he does it. Oh, my God, he does it. Yeah, yeah, but, but what is your responsibility to him? See, I'm here to make a circle out of this line relationship. See, relationships are supposed to be circular, not a line. Let me, help, let me help you even more. It ain't supposed to be me giving to you. And I'm giving and giving and equipping and preaching and teaching and doing all this stuff, and then I get nothing back. Because now what you have done is made the relationship between the gift 
in the church a mockery. No, this is language of the Bible. Because the verse right above, you read what you sow, is God is not mocked. What, what is he saying? He's saying, you mean to tell me I've given you a gift? And you've abused the gift? You've devalued the gift? You put your mouth on the gift? And you walking around here like you think you somebody and you can, that's called usurping God. And the last time somebody did that, they got kicked out of heaven and every and one fourth of demons went with them. Who is quiet in this church? Who is quiet in this church? So what, what, what is God saying today? He's saying, for God is not mocked. Whatsoever you soweth, that shall you reap. And whenever, watch this, whenever what you are sowing does not come back, that does not mean that the seed doesn't work. It means the ground does not work. So why you up here trying to act like it's the seed, it's the seed, it's the gift, it's the gift. No, 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 no. The Bible says ain't nothing wrong with the seed. Ooh, it's quiet. I ain't scared of none of y'all. I'll come right to your seat. I will come right to your seat. I told you, I'm from Memphis. I ain't scared of nothing. You see the shirt. The seed, it's not the seed. Because the Bible says, it is the Lord who giveth seed. How you gonna try to say something wrong with the seed when God said, I'm the one that gave the seed. So what you slick saying, is this something wrong with God? You devil you. That's what Lucifer was saying. Eve did God really say? You hear that? You hear that frequency of arrogance? You see that frequency? I mean, do, 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 do we, does it really take all that? I mean, is what he really saying that deep? that everybody gotta just jump up and holler and respond? I mean, do we really have to charge the atmosphere? The only people that talk like that is demons. Zombies that don't wanna have nothing to do with God. But yet they're planted among you. I'm going to give you a Bible. He said, he said, Master, I see the wheat, but I also see weeds. They're together. Should I 
separated. And God says, go. You are hurt. The real ones. Oh, only God can do it like this right now. Only God can do it like this. He said, let them both grow together. Because what he's trying to do is he's trying to see who really real. Uh, Y'all ain't saying nothing up in here. I'm telling you right now, you ain't saying. Some people had to be here for a season to test the fabric of the faithful. Because the next line of the text is when the time comes, I, the Lord, would do the separating. So whenever you see somebody leave, it's because they could not stay. It was the time for God to do the separating. Sit down, sit down, sit down. That was Holy Ghost right there, so sit down. I'm, I'm going off script. Sit yo. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I'm from Memphis now. Sit down. Yeah. I ain't him. Sit down. Yeah, you go get some other stuff coming out of my mouth. Sit down. Yeah. I'm the gangster cousin. Sit down. Yeah. At 23 years, baby, I'm ready to go back to jail. But we go keep it spiritual. <laughs> oh, man. Say, what is my responsibility? Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got three points for you. Three points and I'm done. I'm headed back to Memphis after this. But I came here to do business. Came here to do business. Yeah. Say I love my gift. See, I got I'm the right one to, 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 to teach this because, you know, I grew up without a father. And my mother married a, another man, my stepfather, who was physically and mentally abusive. So from the age of eight to eighteen, he was beating me like a grown man. He damaged me to the point, because the Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he becomes old, he will not depart from it. Now, that's a law. That's a principle. So that doesn't always mean that that's positive. That means if you train me up in a toxic environment. Watch this. Watch this. Come here. Watch this. If you train me up in a toxic environment, then when I got into a relationship, I began to mimic his mess, his misery, because I had a toxic soul tie with the environment that I grew up in and I was trained in that environment. And it don't make you evil. It just makes you under the law. Because the law is however you were trained. That's what you will come up being. 
So a lot of the zombie behavior is not because these people are evil. Remember, they're zombies. They're already dead. And they did not allow the word of life that came from the gift's mouth to resurrect them. So they remain zombies. And zombies do what zombies do. So follow me. So follow me. Train up a child in the way he should go. When he becomes old, he will not depart from it. So the training is toxic. So what we have in the church is a bunch of toxic zombies that have not allowed the word to bring them back to life. So they come into churches to feed off of others and get you to go against the gift that that can set you free. So Dale, what separates me from the zombies? Three things. Three things separate you. They all S's. All my points are S's. So let's go to work. This is what separates me. The beautiful thing about a true believer is once he realizes, David, you are the man. Oh, I repent. They repent. That's what's going to separate. God is going to separate the wheat from the tear today. I'm going to see who the zombies are, which some of you have already noticed. Look, y'all looking like, where he looking? You just look right here. Let's see if this word go transform your situation. It's three things. Y'all ready? They all are S's. They all are S's and they all involve what are you going to do for your gift. Profound statement. John F. Kennedy said that we continue to hear echoed throughout America and society. Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Let me remix that. Ask not what the kingdom can do for you. Only zombies ain't gonna like this right here. Because a zombie, all they about is coming into churches and feeding up. What can you give me? What can you do for me? What can you speak into my life? I hear you shouting over six figures, shouting over all praise. Oh God, but I don't hear you shouting when it's time for it. What are you going to do for your gift? Remember, this got to be a circle. It's not the seed. It's the land. And even in the Gospels, God said and broke it down. And for the sake of time, I ain't going to go into it, but I'm sure you heard it. There are four different types of grounds. So it's letting you know it's never the seed. And the ground represents the heart of a man. So if your heart ain't right, you ain't going to receive nothing. So let's get into it. Number one, say my gift, my gift. 
should be supported. Write it down. Write it down. My gift should be supported. I want you to write it down. I'm team iPhone too. I hear you, Bishop. So, so I already know you have to get it. You hit notes in iPhone. I don't know what you're hitting Android. I don't know. I don't know. Notes too? They bit there from Apple. Okay, all right. <laughs> Your gift should be supported. What does supported mean? He should be prayed for. Encouraged and defended. Are you praying for your gift? Hmm. Are you encouraging? How do you know? Because if the ground ain't right, your version of encouragement. people been in a toxic relationship? You, have those people said they loved you? But their version of love was cheating on you, beating you, lying to you, but according to them, they loved you. So you can't really be so quick to say, yeah, yeah, I love them, yeah, I encourage them, but let's check your ground. Because if your ground is toxic, you give him a perverted version of encouragement at best that's really clothed in flattery. Encourage, encourage, chop and screw that. Let's separate that. In means that it, I have to be able to, to see in my gift. The only way I can get in it's through connection. It's through connection. Courage speaks to empowerment. But if I'm out of power, how can I empower him? If, if your charge up is every Sunday and Wednesday, you don't have power. Let me help you right now. If you got to get here just to get empowered, you don't have time to empower him because your battery is low. Well, Dale, how can I fix that? Through your own personal prayer life suspended of coming here twice a week. Say encourage. Defend. Defend. How, how dare you? Sit in a barbershop in a beauty shop. How dare you be online? Hear people speak on your man of God and you say nothing? Sometimes I be hearing about little, little comments on the live late. I'd be like, ooh, I wish I was in real time. Oh, I wish I would have saw that in real time. Oh, I would have hopped on them so hard. Oh, I would be all up in they They would have to block my page. You ought to defend your gift. 
Ah, let's continue to work. Let me give you, let's continue to work. Let's just do that. Say defend. Say encourage. Say pray for. I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. Say it's hard out here for a preacher. Let me give you statistics. 1,700 pastors quit on a monthly basis. 1,700, that's a lot of pastors. That's a lot of strike shepherds that have flocks that no longer have protection. So don't, let, let, let's not just look at the number of pastors. Look at who they're under. Look, look at the sheep and what happens to them. Pastor is the least respected profession just above a car salesman. Y'all know that. Moment you say anything you hear about Pastor Bob Shop, oh, they some crooks. Oh, another preacher. He wants your money. Come on, y'all know this. Don't act like y'all don't know. That's the tag and the stigma that goes along with a pastor. Let me give you some more stats. 50% of pastors that start a church, it won't even last five years. They quit. They shut it down. 70% of pastors fight depression on a daily basis. 70 that means if I lined up 10 of your favorite pastors, seven of them are depressed. Seven. That, that's a lot. Leaving them open for the enemy. And Lord forbid if they got marriages and children. Pastors are killing themselves, y'all. They don't report on that, though. No, you don't know about that. You don't know about that. You, you, you vaguely hear little stories, you know. Oh, that pastor, he was in the hotel room, OD'd. But why is he OD'd? Which leads to the next. Pastors have a high drug abuse, alcoholism, and suicide rate. It's so difficult. Because just put yourself in the seat for a minute. You pray for people. Baptize their children. Watch their children grow up only for the parents to tear them away. Because they found the next flavor of the month. A flavor that they watch online that don't even know their name. But you kissed they, you kissed they babies, prayed for them, hugged them. You called this man when your kids got in trouble. All this stuff that they're doing and you're ripping them apart. And every week they got to get up like nothing happened. Jesus. Some of y'all will go crazy off of a toxic relationship. For pastors, this is reoccurring. 
every year he's in ministry. Do you know some pastors probably have to fight just to get up and say, I'm going down there to encourage people when I need to be encouraged. I just want you to feel, feel that. I need you to feel where pastors are coming from so you'll learn and understand how we need to value them. And we as a kingdom not let other people attack our generals. Say my gift needs to be supported. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at 1 Corinthians 14 and 12. Put it up there. Strive to excel in the building up of the church. Strive. Strive to excel. Excel is the core word in excellence. Yeah. To excel in the building up of church. He, the church can only be built to the degree of your support for your gift. When I saw all them bags and numbers, and, so, and one thing I know this man cares about is souls. That's one of the things me and him got in common. He is, oh my God, he is so passionate about so. Even when he called me, he tell me, man, man, 80 people get, man, 30 people. I mean, he reports. This ain't on with a microphone and in front of people. This is me and him on the phone just chopping it up. Because truth be told, some of y'all don't care. Look at the zombies, look at the zombies. <laughs> Truth be told, some of y'all don't care. You only care about what's going on in your house. That's a shame. The moment you stop caring about souls, you have lost your love for the church. The moment you don't get excited when somebody changes their life and makes a decision because of what this man has said on IG, YouTube, wherever he's broadcasting on, when, it, when you stop getting excited about that, which we already know, that spirit is already here. No, it's here. Not, 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 not just in this physical building. It's here in the world. The Bible says in the last days, men will be lovers of themselves. They will care about their own money. It, it, look, everybody here is all selfish. All you have to do is look at the soundtrack of music. Music gives you the heartbeat of the culture. It tells you what the culture feels. And all music, everything out there is about me, 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 me. I chase the bag. I get the money. I'm that boss B. I'm that blah, blah, blah. Me, 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 me. And what did he say? That is a sign of the end of days. One of the attributes in that text is they will no longer respect their parents. That's not just natural. It's spiritual too. They will no longer have, they will consider nothing sacred. They don't shout over souls. They don't get excited over those. Come on, y'all, you, you, you see what's going on out here. They said it best, there's no church in a while. They letting you know, we don't want you here. They letting you know that. This 
is why you have to value your gift. Say, I'm going to support my gift. Number two, come on, we got one more. Number two, your gifts should be strengthened. Your gift should be strengthened. Hebrews 13 and 7, obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Now, this is the Bible talking. This ain't Dale talking. Hebrews 13, obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work is to watch over your souls. This is God's way of governing you. So when you disobey him, you're disobeying God. Okay, let's keep it going. Let's see what else God got to say about this. He says their work is to watch over your souls and they are accountable to God. They ain't accountable to you. They ain't accountable to your tithes. Even though it's preachers like that. Yeah. Yeah, based on how much you give, you know, they'll let you skate. With certain stuff. Don't get quiet up in here. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. But one thing I love about your gift. He don't care what you give. No, I'm telling you what I've observed. He don't care what you give. He's going to say what God is telling him to say whether you like it or not. And let me tell you something, that's a gift. You don't find too many like that no more. And a lot of the old guard is dying off. Oh my God, look, 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 watch this, watch this. Your gift is more, more than just a social media influencer. Don't, 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 don't get it to it. He show is online a lot. He show is doing that. He's doing what God told him to do. What the hell you doing? When the last time you got online and showed somebody, I bet told somebody about God. No, I know what you doing online. With your same self. Yeah, you evangelist, yeah, in the, in the gym, but the whole shot is the back shot. Ooh, it got quiet right there. You know what you're doing. With your thirst at, you up here thirsty for attention. Because you come from a toxic place. Daddy, you had a daddy, you had a father that didn't bother, a mother that didn't cover. So you on IG flexing. And everybody that follow you around, you dying. Because weekly you get word that you don't even post. Yes, sir. Weekly you get word that you don't even post. So quick to post another artist. So quick to post something funny. So quick to post people that don't care nothing about you, don't know your name, don't even follow you. But you support them more than you support the gift. Mm. Ooh, we in a bad state. We in a bad state. Yeah. I just need, just, I just need this to set the tone for the atmosphere. Repeat after me. I crave conviction. I'm going to let that marinate. Yeah. See, if you're a zombie, you craving for flesh 
and mess. But if you a child of God, with me, get me. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. Standing, oh y'all ain't saying nothing. David said it was good for me. That, oh wait, 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 it was good for me. David said it was good for me that I'm afflicted. I crave conviction. Because God convicts and chastises those he loves. So if I'm being convicted right now, that means I'm not a zombie. God still loves me. But if I'm sitting there like this, let, let, let me give you Bible what you are. You're stone. Bible d- d- describes this twice, Old Testament and New. The Old Testament in Ezekiel, he says you have a stony heart. In the New Testament, when he's describing the four grounds, he says it's stony ground. Seed cannot penetrate. This, this is why when it came to bringing a dead man back to life, the first thing Jesus said was move the stone. Because the word is what's going in the grave. The word is what's going to wake him up. But the word will mean nothing if the stone is still there. And some of y'all with y'all weak, with y'all stone it. I don't need to be in no church right now. But you sitting there and the stone will not let you be free. The stone is keeping you in the grave. You broke you're toxic, you're bitter, and you're coming here week after week, and the seed is just bouncing off the stone. You know why Ezekiel said, God said, I will give them a heart of flesh and take the stony heart away. You know why he said that? Flesh, as a, not flesh as in carnality, flesh as in responsiveness. Let me help you. If, if, if a wind from Alaska came blowing through this church, because we have flesh, we'll go, who? We would respond to the move of the cold wind. So this is how you know you're stoned. When the spirit is moving, And people are clapping and yelling and responding, but your stone at. I don't feel nothing. That's because you stone. Y'all don't like me, but I ain't scared of you. Yeah, I'm going back to Memphis after this. I ain't scared of you. Say strengthen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give them a reason, continuing with Hebrews 13 and 7. Put it back up there. Give them a reason to do this with joy. I'm going to say that again. Give them a reason to do this with joy. I'm going to say it again. Give them a reason 
They, he gets up every week. He has to fight through depression. He has to fight through people leaving. He has to fight through all of that. It should be one person in here that should give him a reason to say, I'm getting up and I'm coming. Who is the one? Who's the one? Who is the one that can get up and say, he coming for me? That's who he coming for. Everybody else can go. Everybody else can be zombies. But I'm, I'm going to give him a reason. I'm going to give them a reason to do it with joy. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is his strength. You see that? Joy is connected to a strength. So when you frustrate your gift, y'all didn't hear that. If, if his joy is the one that helps empower you, when you frustrate his joy, then he cannot empower you. So that's where the Bible says, not me, not him, the Bible says, it will not be for your benefit if he has to get up here and do it with sorrow. It would not be for your benefit. See, I can talk like this again because I honored my gift when he was walking the earth. I would fly down just without even telling him and just pop up on a Wednesday. I would sit in the back of the church and his church is dark. But somehow, he knew that I was there. He would call me out. He said, is that Dale that just walked in? And he would light up. You know why? Because I gave him joy. And then other times I'll be amening and hollering and responding and he'll hear my voice and he says, is it that? And he would have joy. That's how much I love because see, I didn't have a daddy. And let me, just so y'all can understand why I'm teaching like this, let me talk to you. Let me tell you why I'm so passionate about what I'm saying. My stepfather abused me from 8 to 18. I was bitter. I was angry. I joined a gang because of it. I abused the women that I was in relationships with because of what happened to me. Then I get saved. But how many people know that once you save, it don't mean the issues are saved? Since I was still saved and still hated my stepfather. I still hated my daddy for leaving me and leaving me in this situation. I hated my mama for allowing that nigga to do it. Y'all better let me be myself up in here right now. I'm just trying to tell the truth. So when I met Pastor Greg Pope, 2006, I will never forget it. He called me to his church. His son had saw me at Creflo Dollar's church two years prior. And he looked at my performance and said, I want to do that in Florida. And he told his dad. And they booked me and I came down. And i never forget, I transformed his whole church. His whole, because he had a sound system that wasn't equipped for my music. You know, I'm from the South, so I had heavy 808s. I, I think I blew some speakers and the sound went out. All this stuff went out. And he came to me and apologized. Who does that? 
the pastor came in. He said, hey, man, look, I'm sorry. We didn't, uh, you know, we, we're new at it. We didn't know. But because of you, I'm changing my whole sound system. He said, when you come back again, he said, I'm going to have a whole new sound system. And everything they got there now, lights, sound, screens, they have, because he saw my vision. And he said, because my son loves you. He said, he said, I'm changing everything. He said, but this is what I want you to do. Now, now, let me give you this caveat. My brother, Canton Jones, had been telling me. He said, man, you need a pastor. I said, I know. I know that. It ain't like I've been, you know, we've been going everywhere. We opened up for Megafest, Milesboro, all these people. But like I told you, my sheep know my voice. Even though I heard all those voices and was, and was encouraged and inspired by all of them, it wasn't my father because I didn't hear the frequency. I didn't hear the frequency in none of them yet. So when I met with this pastor, he, he took me to the back. He said, man, we're going to change the whole sound. He said, but this is what I want you to do for me. He said, my son loves you. And he wants to do what you do with him and his friends. Can you mentor him? And because I'm a giver, I just, just said, yeah, man, of course. And because my passion was to spread what we were doing back then to all over the country. And I believe we succeeded in that. Me, Molly, Ken Jones, the whole move. Look, you don't have Lecrae without me. You don't have Bizzle without me. You don't have all these other folks. Before Mr. Dale from 3-6 came and did all that music and made everybody get on the bandwagon. So I had a desire to spread it. So I'm like, sure, I mentor him. And then the next word out of his mouth had me hear the frequency. This is what he said. Now, what can I do for you? I have been around T.D. Jakes, Miles Monroe, Creflo Dollar, all these major pastors. Never have I heard a pastor tell me what can I, little old me. It's something that this man has spoken in one of his many messages that the frequency changed your life and you should have been aware at that moment that this is the man that I've been looking for. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Hold up, hold up. Take it, take it down, take it down for a minute. Did I tell you that I never heard him preach a sermon? I never heard Pastor Paul preach. It was the frequency of how he, it wasn't what he said, it was the frequency. It was something that hit my spirit and, and, and God, I heard God say, that's your father. That's the one. And when I tell you I honored that man for the 11 years I was in relationship with him. I didn't live in Florida, but he, listen, not even me going down there, he would bring me down there. I was doing so many concerts in that city, so much stuff. I took his, his son and his group, I took them on 106 and Gospel with me. That's how much I honored him. That was a stage for me, but I took his son and his rap group on stage with me to honor him. But the greatest honor, I'm about to end this. The greatest honor 
was when I was on my way to do a gig in Memphis. A paid gig, might I add. A paid gig, might I add. Because, see, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this just to let you know I ain't cut from the cloth. Some of you zombies are cut from. I'm, I'm not moved by my job. I'm not moved by money. I'm not moved by my career. I'm not moved by, oh, I got school and I got class. Baby, I wouldn't have a mind to be in school if it wasn't for the prayers of the gift. So I ain't that ni- I'm on my way to the gig. I see Pastor Poe pop up in my phone. Automatic, I'm answering that quick, fast. Never never decline, never delete. See, I I, I understand you ain't come from my cloth. That's just how I am. People that hold a position in my life, they get priority and seniority. You understand? So I pick up the phone. I say, what up, Pop? I'm happy to hear from him. What's up, Pop? He says, son, I'm in... um, I don't even remember the name of the town. It's so country. It was so small, but it was in Missouri. And I'm in Tennessee. And he said, son, he said, I'm, I'm stranded in this town. I was doing a cross-country trip, and, and I'm, I'm in the Porsche, and my, I have a t- my tire blew out, and I'm stranded. Before he can tell me anything else, where you at? Where you at? I called the place. I said, listen, something came up. I have to go get my daddy. Forget the money. Forget it all. He's stranded. I'm going to pick up my gift and take him where he need to go. Y'all ain't saying nothing. My whole day is interrupted. Everything canceled. Dad is somewhere stranded. And it was an honor. It wasn't a duty. Y'all missed that. Y'all missed that. You missed that. See, a lot of you serving out of duty and not out of love. So God is going to do something tonight with your love. He's going to move the stone, my God, and say, love, come forth. Because you've been doing it out of duty. And when you do things out of duty, you make mistakes. Let me back that thing up, like your bishop was saying. Look, look, by way of juvenile, listen. When you do things out of duty, you make mistakes. Why? Because you're, uh, you're doing something supernatural in the flesh. You're trying to remember in the flesh. But God said, I will bring back remembrance if I flow in the spirit but if I get out of spirit and get into duty trying to impress trying to remember I'm going to make mistakes for the Bible says everything you do do it in the spirit that's the key that's the key in the spirit. So how do I get in the spirit? I got to pray and I got to fast. Because that's something supernatural. I can't serve in the flesh. I must serve supernaturally. There's no way. I, I don't do no two services. 
I don't preach over 15 minutes. After, look, after 9.15, I was like, Jesus. I'm in, the, I'm in the office. I'm like, oh. I'm stretching. You understand? Because I'm ready to go to bed. I'm like, whoa, that was a lot. Because see, preaching is not natural. It's supernatural. We're doing something in a natural body supernaturally. That's why Jesus would always go by himself and pray. Because he was letting God minister to him back the strength that men could not. But I'm doing it in the spirit. And that's how you win. Not only serving in the spirit, but love. That's a spiritual attribute. Love is not natural. It's supernatural. That, that ain't going to hit you to five years later. That ain't going to hit you till you get married and you understand what lo love is patient. Long suffering. This stuff ain't natural. This stuff ain't natural. Love is patient. Girl, I get upset when they forget my tomatoes on my burger. I'm not patient. I'm ready to cuss everybody out when I tell no tomatoes, no onions. And I get there and see onions and tomatoes. Why slow people work at fast food places? I don't know. But okay, all right, all right, all right. Love keeps no record. That's supernatural. You can't do that in your own self. So even when you love people, you got to do it through the Spirit. It's not easily offended. cornerstone to a zombie is someone who was easily offended. The enemy used that one day that one tone you heard from him. That one thing he told you to do because life was already beating you up and you wasn't prayed up. You needed somebody to take it out on. So you said I'm going to take it out on the man of God. You're too much of a punk to take it out on the one that really hurts you. Some of y'all putting up with toxic people. He ain't did nothing to you. You got some nigga giving you pipe and problems when he trying to give you power. Stick to the Bible, Dale. Jesus, stick to the Bible, Dale. Yeah, you forgiving him. You putting up with her mess and got the nerve to put your mouth on the gift. She disrespected you, saying or talking to you with her neck, all kind of stuff, and then, but, but, but you want to bring that energy to the gift. 
the temerity, the all, the gall. How dare you? Should be ashamed. The one that's hurting you, you will leave them, but bring that energy to your gift. You're cutting off your own blessing. The devil is pimping your destiny by devaluing your gift. My God, Lord help us today. Okay, Luke 14, I'm about to end this. Luke 14, 17. And at that time, for the banquet, he sent his servant to say to those who had been invited, come, everything is now ready. But they all alike. But they all alike. Zombies are contagious. Yeah, they don't travel alone. They look to convert others. Here's another attribute of a zombie. Next, next sentence. And at that time for the banquet, he sent his servant to say, those who have been invited, come, for everything is now ready. Next verse. But they all alike begin to make excuses. Another attribute of a zombie is one who makes excuses. Oh, it's quiet now. Excuses cannot be explained. That went over your head, didn't it? I know it did, 915. Okay, let me give you what I gave them to break it down. Excuses have no need to be explained. Because all you do is really concretize the evil that you are ensuing with the excuse. Dale, how is that an evil? Because excuses are demonic crutches for the uncommitted. Say it again, Dale. Excuses are demonic crutches. For the uncommitted. Oh, I, I, I couldn't do it. I, I just, I had to study for this. Oh, I couldn't do it. My job had called me in. Oh, oh, oh. excuses. And all of it is just a crutch. For the fact that you are uncommitted. You're just uncommitted. I'd rather you say that than give me an excuse. I'd rather just say you don't want me than to lie to me. I was raised by women, so men, let me help y'all out. Let me give y'all a little womanology 101. If a woman asks you, where you been? It's like God, they know the answer to the question that they ask. 
Why give an excuse? It don't need to be explained. You've been caught. You're uncommitted. And I need to deal with you accordingly. <laughs> you better help me preach up in here, sister. <laughs> Your gift doesn't make excuses to you, so why are you giving him excuses? I've never once heard him get up here and say, y'all, I'm just going through so much. I'm sorry, I, I just, I don't feel like preaching today. I don't got that, you know, I can't, no, no, no. I see him go hard in the paint when I know what he's going through. I see him do it. So your gift should be strengthened. Last one, and I'm going back to Memphis. Number three, yeah, I'm gone. Number one, your gift should be what? Supported. Number two, your gift should be strengthened. And number three, the last one, your gift should be sown into. What did I tell you earlier? Love, any type of relationship should be a circle, not a line. Every time he burns the midnight oil, hearing from God, preparing messages, working, doing stuff that I feel that other people should do. But he's so passionate and so hands-on about it. He's just going, 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 going. But let me tell you something. He will not die before his time on my watch. Oh, baby, I will hit him up. Hey, man, we flying here. Meet me in this city. We hanging out. We're decompressing. Listen, you must sow into your gift. Let's get Bible. Let, let, let me take you to the Bible. Here it is, 1 Timothy 5, 17. Elders who are pastors who do their work well, which he does, should be respected. This is Bible. Should be respected. And paid well. Especially those who are hybrid. Can I, bring, can I bring it to 21st century language? Your gift is a hybrid. He can not only preach, he teaches. That is rare. Usually when you see Pat, they're either good preachers or they're good teachers. It's very rare to find a hybrid. He does both. Especially those who work hard. That is a hard task to do. How are you not valuing the gift that God gave you? How are you letting the cares of this life and what's going on over here in your toxic relationship bleed over into the very thing that's been keeping you? First Corinthians 9 and 14, the same way, in the same way, in the same way, the Lord ordered that those who preach the good news should be supported by those who benefit. Y'all get them every week. It's sparingly 
how much I show up in his presence. But let me tell you something. Whenever I do, I treat him like Pastor Paul. Pastor Paul may be gone from this earth, but he still preaches to me. But let me tell you something. I was so broken when he died. And literally, he died in 2017. And when I tell you from 2017 up until now, begin a spiral of yearly hits for me. Y'all remember? Y'all remember when I came up here and preached? I broke down. Because you didn't understand the hurt that I had been going through from losing him to every year, then losing my natural father that I just got into relationship with. Then the pandemic hit. Then, then I lose Gangsta Boo at the first of the year. That was my sister. I saved her. I don't know if you know the homework or not. Did your research or not. When Boo t- converted and that was me. That and on my den floor crying. Crying not to God. Wanting help from the lifestyle we were living. And I held to that. I passed her all the way up until the end. This is a hard job. And I'm just taking hits. And and all these people are dying. My spiritual father. uh, My natural father. uh, 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 Then my my mother gets cancer. Then then, uh, uh, the the pandemic. Uh, I I mean, I I could just go on and on what the past six years of my life been looking like. So when I got up here crying, saying, you saved my life. That it was the frequency of his word, not just what I was tuning into, when I would call and he would just pray for me because I would have been one of those pastors who died because of all the blows that I was getting. Now that's me as a pastor. Look at your life. Look at what you've been going through. And this has been your gift, your lifeline. It was an honor for me to drive all those miles. I think it was like three hours to find him in this country town, past the pole. And I remember going in the hotel he was staying in. I remember looking at it. And it was just so run down. I'm like, mm-mm my, mm-mm, my gift ain't supposed to be here. Get up, get up, we leave it. And it was an honor for me. I grabbed the bag. I'm, I'm, I'm just, it's an honor to serve. Honor. That's the cloth I'm cut from. Because that man saved my life. And I was willing to go through whatever. And when I took him to the airport, I said, when the car get fixed, call me. I'll be right back. I'm coming right back. I don't care what I'm doing. What I'm doing, don't hesitate. When, when they get done with the car, fly back in. I will pick you up. I will drive you again. And the whole time, I got to be with my gift. I told the church that when I went to Revealing Truth after the fact, 
I couldn't really get to my seat for everybody coming to me. Thank you for picking them up. Thank you for picking them up. I'm like, what you talking about? It's an honor. That's my daddy. I, like, I told him this. I said I was carrying precious cargo. He is precious cargo. Support him. Strengthen him. Sow into him. Love on him. We don't get them like this in this lifetime. And, and listen, and let, oh, I hear you got, I got a download. He's not leaving you. I don't know who that's for, but the Holy Ghost just told me to reinforce this demonic spirit making you think, oh, he going to Atlanta. He leaving. Who is quiet? I know. So I knew that was God. I knew that was God. No, 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 no. His anointing is too big for this area. And what he's called to do, hear me now, Harvest, Atlanta is a metro center that needs to be taken over. And only his anointing can do it. That's why it's been so much resistance. But I'm telling you, God is with you, man of God. And we go fight until it's like you see it. You hear that? We go fight until we go fight. I'm not gonna let you fall. Even when you get tired, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna say, come on, man, get up. Get up, we got to do this. The world needs to hear your voice. And I'm gonna be there to help you. I mean that. And I hurt anybody to get in our way. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to go to jail. But somebody better have my bail money because I'm gonna do it. You hear me? You are a part of a groundbreaking movement. Atlanta is a metro center for it to distribute out harvest. His vision, it only works for Atlanta. Mm, I like that God. He said it's not personal, it's purpose. Boy, you better write that down. He said, he said to tell you, don't take it personal. It's his purpose for this cause. I have called you. It ain't personal, baby. Once your gift, always your gift. You hear me, man of God? Pastor Poe lived in Florida. It did not matter. That was still my daddy. I fly in from time to time, see him. I hear, hear him on YouTube and whatever. I got my fix. I'm good. Quit being a zombie and trying to feed off of him and leech him and hold him captive to an area that does not even honor him. Time is up for this city. They mishandled the gift. This don't got nothing to do with y'all. It's the city. Even Jesus couldn't work certain miracles in cities. Look it up in your Bible and I'm done. Look it up in your Bible. 
Jesus had went to a city. Look it up in your Bible. He went to a city. He did, he did miracles and everything, and they begged him to stay. They said, Jesus, stay. And this was his words. I can't stay here. I've been called. Ooh. It's a purpose that was on him. He said, y'all trying to keep me here under one city? Uh, 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 no, no, no. He, Jesus said, no, no, no. My, my, my purpose is bigger than this area that I'm in. And I must go. That's Bible. And I sense the same thing with you. It's not personal. It's purpose. And anybody that gets in the way of God's purpose, he will deal with you. He will deal with you. It's the last days. You heard what I just told you. There's a mission that, and, and I feel like it's all connected. What he's doing, what I'm doing, what Canton is doing. It, it, we're called to a certain spirit in this earth that only we can handle. The old guard cannot do, they've ran their race. That's why you see it, so many of them passing the baton. You saw Bishop Jakes give it to his daughter. He said, I ran so far, I can only do so far. It's something else that, that she got to do. It's, it's the same thing. It's a whole new move coming in. And it's the last move. It's the last one. Stretch your hands towards your gift. Stretch your hands. I'm done. Heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Some of you need to repent. You may have not been a zombie. But you were affected by other zombies that were infected. There's a difference between being infected and affected. In means it's in them. They'll never be right. They'll never be for harvest. They're sent by the enemy. Even Jesus called him out. He said, you don't know me because you never was with me. And you're not of me. But then there are others that are affected. A, meaning singular, meaning that you just got residue on you. You listen to the wrong person. You listen to somebody who was easily offended. Or even worse, you gave ear to the devil. And you allowed him to pervert, pervert your soul and your love for your gift. This is your moment to repent. Jubilee will not be for you. Hear what, I know, I'm telling you what I'm hearing from God. God said he will stop Jubilee for you if you don't repent for what you have done to my gift to you. You can't even say this prayer I'm about to pray unless you repent. So I'm giving you your moment. And I ain't giving you long either because it didn't take you long to put your mouth on them. Yeah. Yeah, we ain't gonna play no games. It didn't take you long to hear a rumor or to hear somebody say something foul about them and then for you to automatically jump on board. 
we go reverse that curse right now. As a matter of fact, Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak over every demonic thing said to the sheep of harvest that affected them and their love and appreciation for the gift that you gave them. Right now, I cancel and clean every bit of residue from those zombies and from the toxic talk that they had behind closed doors. And now I release your true jubilee because you have now repented. And if you cannot repeat this prayer, you're showing who you are. You're a zombie. And God will deal with you. But I'm speaking to everybody that's alive to repeat after me. Say, Lord, Thank you for your son, Jesus, who by which I will not have salvation. And I thank you for my gift, Bishop, who for by which I would not have sanctification. Let that soak in. Jesus is your salvation, but Bishop is your sanctification. Every week, he gives you word to cleanse and wash and sanctify you. Every week, residue gets on you. Say, Lord, thank you for my gift. I will support him. I will strengthen him and I will sow into him. If everyone else leaves, you can count on me to value the gift that you have given me. Lord, I thank you for the gift that is Bishop Kevin Foreman. Make some noise for Jesus right now. Oh, come on, 1115. Let's thank God for Pastor Dale Lawrence. Wow. Listen, heads bowed, eyes closed in the building and online. If today you're not a Christian, we got to get you to that salvation piece. Sanctification just means the process that God changes your life. Salvation is the moment at which you become the Lord. So today, you need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure this is your moment. Do not miss it today. If you're in this building, when I count to three, you're going to lift your hand up online. You're going to do the hand wavy emoji or say it's me. Let's do it. Move quickly. Bishop, what's the gospel? The gospel is good news. What's good news? That the bad news is wrong. Everything that people ever said, bad, crazy, mislabeled, whatever they said, you would not be. Somebody said the bad news is wrong. 
If that's you in this building online, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Sometimes people struggle with the be sure thing. Bishop, I think I'm saved. I gave my life to the Lord back in 1979. Listen, um, there's nothing wrong with being sure. I don't know about you, but sometimes if I'm not sure I like my car, I'll hit it three or four times just because I want to be sure. There's no punishment for being sure. In fact, if I were you, I wouldn't let a day go by where I don't know that things with me and God are good. When I was uh, flying back from whatever last trip I was on earlier this week, and I was flying back, um, there, there was a delay because there was a storm. And um, the only way, uh, they stopped all the planes and started making the planes circling. And they said, well, uh, the, uh, the air traffic control is going to start bringing us down one at a time. But we have to go through the storm because that's the only way to land. As we started descending, that's a word for somebody. Touch your neighbor say, don't you stop. Say, you're about to make it to your destination. They said, the, they said we, we can't go. Where was I? I was in, I don't even remember where I was. We can't turn around and go back. So we have to land. We don't have enough fuel to go to another airport. We have to land. So they began to descend through the storm. And I felt that plane do stuff I ain't never felt a plane do. And I just want, I said, Father, I know things are good. I just want to be, look, I just want to make sure everything's good. Point is this, point is this, is you, there's nothing wrong with being sure. There's nothing wrong with making sure. That's you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself a little, or be sure on three. In the building, slip your hand up, or line to the hand reviewer emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. If that's your Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you and our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.